It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, January 13th, 2022. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. State health officials reported 17 new coronavirus infections in Sitka on Monday and Tuesday, a downturn from the community's high of 37 cases last Friday. The seven-day case rate dropped as well. It now stands at 135, down from 162 on Monday. There are currently 12 cases isolating in the Sitka School District. All district buildings continue to hold in-person instruction. Additionally, the state reports no hospitalizations over the last week in Sitka, a trend that appears consistent with evidence that the Omicron variant, although quite dangerous to vulnerable populations, is a milder form of the COVID-19 disease. Statewide, infections continue to climb. The state health department reported 2,493 new cases in Alaska yesterday. 61% of Alaskans are vaccinated, but only 23% have received a booster since August. Yakutat reported two positive coronavirus cases as of Monday, according to the Department of Public Safety. Both patients are local residents, one fully vaccinated and one partially vaccinated. One was symptomatic at the time of testing, while the other was asymptomatic. One of the cases is being attributed to community spread and one is associated with travel. Since the beginning of the pandemic, Yakutat has reported a total of 62 cases, three of them in the new year. Eight more coronavirus cases were reported in the village of Cake on Monday, according to a post on the city's Facebook page. The positive cases span five households and are all currently in isolation following CDC guidelines. Since the start of the pandemic, Cake has reported a total of 43 cases. Federal guidelines that have closely regulated the cruise industry during the COVID pandemic will expire on Saturday and won't be extended. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, director of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, told the U.S. Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor and Pensions on Tuesday that the conditional sailing orders in effect for cruise lines since last year would be lifted in favor of voluntary participation. Dr. Walensky acknowledged that the decision to allow the order to expire was coming during the largest spike of infections since the start of the pandemic. Less than two weeks ago, the CDC issued a warning discouraging cruise travel regardless of vaccination status. Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski, who sits on the committee, pressed Walensky for assurance that there would be no last-minute change of course. This is Senator Murkowski, followed by Dr. Walensky. I understand the conditional sale order is is set to expire in a few days in recognition that the companies have practices that adhere to or even exceed the guidance in the order. So I I guess I'd like some assurance from you that that they can count on that, that that this is clear guidance and messaging to to those within the industries and, and to those who are counting on being able to to have a season this coming summer. Yeah, thank you, Senator. And I think the conditional sales order and the fact that the industry has stepped up and is now interested in doing and exceeding, as you know, the the compliance with the sale order without the order even necessarily needing to be in place is a is a real testimony to how well that has worked and how we've worked collaboratively with the industry. Um, what I can say is that you know just over the last two weeks with Omicron, we've seen a 30-fold increase in cases on ships um, during this season because of Omicron. 
zone. So while I um, anticipate that with ships following conditional sale order, we still will continue to follow, do the oversight and watch and do all the technical assistance and support in every single way. Um, we anticipate that this order will not be renewed and that the cruise ship industries will continue to understand that this is a really safe practice for those industries. What I can't predict is what the summer will bring. That's U.S. Centers for Disease Control Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky speaking to Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski during a hearing of the Senate Health, Education, Labor and Pensions Committee on Tuesday. The CDC's conditional sailing order was first imposed as a no-sale order in March of 2020, which entirely eliminated Alaska's summer cruise season that year. In October 2020, the agency issued a framework for conditional sailing order that introduced strict guidelines for cruise ships to resume sailings. Most Alaskan ports saw a limited return of ships in 2021 once a legal barrier involving Canada was resolved. Due to pent-up demand and travel restrictions elsewhere in the world, the Alaska visitor industry has projected a record cruise season in 2022. It's January and you know what that means. Municipal budget season has begun. On Tuesday, the Sitka Assembly heard a big-picture presentation from the city's finance department about the state of the budget. And while Sitka is poised to continue its economic recovery from the coronavirus pandemic in fiscal year 23, city staff expect some challenges, like increasing costs due to inflation. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. In the first work session of 2022, City Finance Director Melissa Haley told the Assembly that things were starting to look a little brighter on the city's budget front. We're going from the really significant impacts of the pandemic to a recovery. Haley said while the city isn't financially whole yet, some numbers have started to look more normal over the last year, particularly the city's main source of income, sales tax revenue. So our pre-pandemic levels were close to 5.3 million um, and we are at uh, 5.1 million um, for the third quarter. So, you know, that's pretty impressive considering that our cruise season was very abbreviated last year. But predicting just how much revenue the city will bring in for fiscal year 23 isn't that easy. Haley said while the city is in recovery, there are still uncertainties, like how much money will Sitka score from the recent federal infrastructure bill? And will the community really see 480,000 cruise passengers this summer? We don't know. I mean, right now we're hearing in the news every day that cruise ships are being significantly impacted by outbreaks uh, on the ships. We don't know what our cruise season is going to look like next year. So for FY23, she said they're planning a budget that's optimistic in some ways and conservative in others. Optimistic as in we don't think, we think the recovery is going to continue, um, but it's conservative at the same time. This budget does not assume a windfall that, that cruise passengers flood downtown and buy everything out. Haley said they're also concerned about rising costs. The city has a long list of projects to complete, many of them to repair or replace aging infrastructure. And with inflation at historic levels nationally, the budgets for those projects will rise. So just doing what we do now, without a doubt, is going to cost more next year. It's already costing us more. You know, we're also seeing related supply chain issues that, that mean that we might not be able to get what we need to get to keep doing what we do. Um, so there's going to be challenges there, or to get it, we're going to have to really spend a lot more. 
And the city has its employees to think about, too. All of the city's labor union contracts are up for renegotiation this year. Haley said those negotiations are coming at a time when the city has, like the rest of the country, struggled with staff retention and high turnover. Since it was just a work session, the assembly didn't make any budget decisions on Tuesday, but the group will meet many times over the next few months to go over different aspects of the city's budget in greater detail. It will hold its first special budget meeting on January 27th at 6 p.m. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Katherine Rose. Wrangell is losing one of its largest private sector employers. Alaska Crossings, a wilderness program for at-risk youth, has been anchored on the island for more than two decades. KSTK's Sage Smiley reports. Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium, or SEARCH, announced Wednesday in a written statement that the Wilderness Expedition Program would be permanently closed, effective immediately, and resources and gear consolidated with its other adolescent residential treatment program, Ravensway, in Sitka. That effectively dissolved the Wrangell-based behavioral health program that led wilderness expedition trips each summer for teens in Tongass National Forest. The announcement was not completely unexpected. Search had said it was exploring options for the crossings program over the last year. At one point in 2020, it was considering moving some or all of the program to Sitka, but that didn't happen. At the time, Wrangell's tribal government passed a resolution opposing crossings move out of town, citing the program's economic and social importance to the community of Wrangell. At its peak, crossings employed more than 20 staffers in its Wrangell office, plus around 50 seasonal guides, and led expeditions for an average of 120 young people each year. In a statement, Search wrote that the COVID-19 pandemic had a big impact on its adolescent residential treatment programs. The tribal health provider stated that rising costs, lower patient enrollment, and staffing issues forced Search to reconsider its residential treatment structure. Search spokesperson Megan Bozak wrote in an email that when Crossings was dissolved on January 12th, it employed 16 people in Wrangell. Four of those employees were offered positions in Sitka, she said, and 12 were offered commensurate positions in Wrangell. She added, at the height of the summer 2021 season, there were 25 seasonal guide positions in town who oversaw 16 Crossings expeditions over the course of the season. It's unclear whether any of those previously employed temporary workers would be reassigned. Wrangell Mayor Steve Prasunka, who helped found the program in 2001, declined to comment. In Wrangell, I'm Sage Smiley. Taking a look at the community calendar. The Sitka Local Emergency Planning Commission meets at noon today at Harrigan Centennial Hall. Healing Our People and Environment Coalition meets at 3.30 p.m. the second Thursday of each month via Zoom. To attend, follow the link on the community calendar posting. For more information, contact Lloyd Platson at 907-747-3636. The deadline to register for Sitka Public Library and Island Artist Gallery's online NASA's Images of Change project for all ages is Tuesday, January 18th. The program itself is on Friday, January 21st at 5 p.m. You can register and get more information by calling 907-747-4020 or by emailing maite.lorente at cityofsitka.org. Space is limited. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.